Hello, everyone, and welcome to the King Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Callahan, and we have a jam-packed episode for you guys today. Joining us back, Jessica Orr. Jessica, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. I feel like I'm in a new place. I don't know why, but... <laughs> and joining us for this ride, Daniel. Daniel, how you doing? I'm okay, Mark. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, other than being in this new place, are you doing okay? How are you settling into the new place? <laughs> uh, in this new void. It's a little weird. It's a little roomy, but... Uh, it's spacious, know. right? It's, it's spacious, yeah. We have a jam-packed episode because we are talking all things Comic-Con. Our brains are override with so much news and announcements and teasers and all sorts of stuff. Usually we would go to the news of all things gaming, but for this podcast, there is so much to talk about with San Diego Comic-Con. We're just going to jump straight into the main topic. Guys, geeks, nerds, theys, thems, I don't know, whoever in the world. Comic-Con's back, <laughs> officially. Like, it's good again. I'm not going to do a whip because there was far too much whipping at Comic Con <laughs> for my liking. Like, just, like see, see, when I was there and I was trying to watch the trailers and just hear, like, shut, shut up, grow up. Do you know what I mean? Grow up. Oh, God. It's like an angry old dad in the audience. Grow up, guys. Grow up if you're gosh darn stray games. <laughs> <laughs> I really try to restrain myself with that gosh darn. <laughs> I felt it. The thing is, I would love, I mean, I would love to be in Hall H. A couple of cons. One, the constant wooing. Two, I feel like I'm going to be in front of that guy who will constantly, like, stand up, and I'm <laughs> short already. So I'm like, what What happened? <laughs> what did Feige say? <laughs> and then three, I would probably either get COVID or monkeypox. <laughs> That's your number three? <laughs> 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 What was my number one again? The woo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, you, I'm totally with you. 100%. I'm with you. The woo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got sensitive ears. <laughs> There's no vaccinations for whooping, unfortunately. So, <laughs> I mean, extreme one, it's called deafness, and that's not fun. <laughs> but Echo got an <laughs> Great kind of transition, Dan. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but, oh my gosh, there's just so much to discuss. I think, let's just go straight to it. Marvel's Comic-Con, Hall H, Saturday. We'll talk about the animation one in a little bit, or how much got revealed in a little while. So, let me just read off what got announced. So, the, I don't want to say the main thing, because there's a lot of stuff. We knew it was going to be shocking and good when Kevin Feige's like, okay, after Black Panther Wakanda Forever that's going to drop uh, this November, we are done with Phase 4. And it's like, what? We're done already? Like, remember in the good old days when it was stretched out, like, six years? But I was like, yeah. see when you look at how much content there is. I know. Oh, Disney Plus, at it's... Disney Plus, they, they add some bulk to it. Plus all the that, honestly, I I sort of felt like when when I read that that was the first announcement, I sort of felt like that was Feige coming and kind of 
putting a stop a, a phase four I don't think has been received as well as any of the other phases. Marvel seems quite aimless at the minute, in my opinion, and a, and a lot of people's opinion. And I think that was him being like, right, see this kind of period where Thanos is done and we don't know what we're doing? That's passed, and then we're moving on to something where we have another goal to reach towards. That was kind of how I felt. It was like he was kind of nipping it in the bud. He was like, right, any complaints, you know, after Black Panther, after this year, we're, we're kind of moving forward. Um, that's kind of how it read to me, but maybe it's just me. I mean, somewhere... Uh, but I feel like Kevin Feige is like, shut up, nerds. <laughs> We're moving Fine. on, okay? It's over. <laughs> Stop he's complaining like, about believe. the bad CGI. <laughs> he's like, oh, I can't believe you gave Internals a rotten score. <laughs> I, I I gave Love and Thunder a four, so I'm I'm part of the problem, I guess. <laughs> At a five, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, if you want. Mark, you're so positive. Out of five, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we're doing, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so starting in February of next year, so this is phase five, and anything can change if you're listening to this in the archives. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, great name, Spring of 2023, Secret Invasion on Disney+. In May, we got Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Summer... We got Echo on Disney+. Plus. Also, we got Loki Season 2. In July, we got The Marvels, the Captain Marvel sequel. In November, we got Blade. And then, rounding out 2023, we got Ironheart on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay, I, technically. Is Agatha... Win- <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's true. It's exactly what the way it's exactly what the way it's like. It's like, 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 it's Take it off of Feige. K Fag. When is winter? When is winter? <laughs> and I have a hat. <laughs> it's one Got of the things. Like... It's always winter like... under his hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad Rob tagline. It's always winter <laughs> Moving on, uh, we got Daredevil going bored again on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. And according to Jess, uh, spring 20,234. <laughs> I would be surprised. If Marvel started to announce stuff for that far in advance, I wouldn't shock me. I'd be like, right, okay. Yeah, I'll be pissed. It's like everything gets announced in two years, and it's like, you want your Daredevil show? 20,000 years in the You'll future. be dead. <laughs> Early Cox, we already clone him. We already clone him. Captain America, New World Order. Right. That's coming in May 2024. And that concludes Phase 5. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, because it seems a little weird. We got phase six, and maybe so 
Captain America New World Order with Sam as Captain America. And yes, he is Captain America, <clears throat> Hollywood Reporter. But, uh, remember Ratchway? Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Back when Chris right? Evans has to step in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, when Chris oh, no. Evans like, Ugh. yeah, I have to support. You know, what's the movie that came out? The Gray Man. The Gray Man. Yeah. Eh. All I know about that is Ryan Gosling is promoting the hell out of Barbie on his press tour, which I love it. I love. I love that Barbie is coming out the same day as Oppenheimer. Oh, I God, think that's yeah. incredible. That's like big Barbie and Oppenheimer Christian double feature. Vibes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to see yes. it in back to back. It's going to be oh. such a good day. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to see Barbie first. <laughs> yeah, I actually need to watch Barbie first because Seekers Chris Nolan hates CGI. He's actually going to let off a nuclear bomb and Oppenheimer, so we're all going to die. So Barbie, Oppenheimer, death. That's <laughs> you need thought. to see Barbie before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how Warner Brothers is like, "All right, that's it. We're putting our foot down. You cannot detonate a nuclear bomb." And Universal's <laughs> like, "I mean, what's just one like to do?" Yeah, because well, that was his logic in Tenet when he blew up that seven four seven that it was cheaper than it was to do it with CGI. So if he's like, "Well, atomic bombs, you know, they're they're, go- they're on sale at the minute anyway, so it's cheaper." <laughs> they're getting rid of them, right? <laughs> But he, like, get one free. he'll just like, use examples of like the Marvel uh, special effects. Be like, listen, do you want that? Do you? I don't. Well, I tend a nuclear bomb. The Judy's always dying of radiation poisoning and stuff. Like, <laughs> I am become deaf. It's just Fallout. <laughs> Phase six. We got Fantastic Four in November 2024. And guess what? Not only two Avengers movies were announced, but two in the same year. Avengers The Kane Dynasty in May 2025. I think I might be 30. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Avengers Secret Wars in November. I'll be 30. Oh, I hate my life. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie. Strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, six Guys, months so difference is not a lot of time. That, that that's a close window. They're gonna do like a big cliffhanger there, aren't they? Looking, if we're just talking about the slate as a whole, I don't know if we're going to go through them individually, but just looking at it as a whole, I'm su- I'm surprised there's no X Men. I was expecting either an X Men movie or like see the way Fantastic Four got announced with just a logo at first. That sort of thing, maybe a Wolverine Disney Plus series or something to go with it. Like I was expecting at least a mention. The fact that we're they've announced all of Phase Five and some of Phase Six, and there's no mention of the mutants is quite surprising. And who knows? Maybe something will get like shift around because that's a kind of a weird spot of May and November being empty with this theatrical slash Disney Plus. I feel like that's a long time, especially in the summer months. Like if you want to say like. I'm trying to even just do the math, like, since Phase 4 really got started. Uh, Hawkeye to Moon Knight wasn't a short, uh, was a short window. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like someone you know, count for me. something going on. It is. I was like, hmm, maybe something will get pushed back. But yet again, there's a lot to go into. Daredevil has 18 episodes, so that will definitely, you know, 
Who knows? So I feel like the thing we should talk about first is what they ended with Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't know if I should be on this podcast because, man, I am still emotional over that trailer. Yeah. Damn good trailer. Like, that is. Brilliant trailer. It is. And especially, like, if you somehow are living under a rock, first of all, welcome. Uh, Monkeypox is out there, so be careful. Second of all, how are you? And third of all, uh, a lot of Black Panther Wakanda, it's like, I would love to see a documentary on the making of that movie. Because, mm. mm-hmm. of course, the tragic sudden pat well, not sudden, you know what I mean, uh, of tra- Chadwick Boseman, fuck cancer. Yep. And then them trying to scramble to make the movie. Should we recast the Chala? Should we add something new? They decided not to recast. And then the, the production delays. And then Lita Wright was like, you know what? I'm actually a horrible person. <laughs> anti-vax, anti-trans. Uh, not really the hero. But, no, uh, and I'm like, ah, it's not that I'm not excited to see this movie. I'm like, how are they going to handle it? And then this trailer dropped, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I wasn't that hyped for this movie because I was reading about all these problems um, behind the scenes with Letitia Wright and who's going to be the new Black Panther, and then COVID had a big effect on it. And mm-hmm. This trailer totally won me over. I'm super hyped after watching that trailer. I was like, I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. I had, we, we spoke about this on earlier, actually, on another podcast. It, really had a juxtaposition with the trailer for the original Black Panther. The original Black Panther trailer had way more like CGI fun happening. This one seems to have way more kind of character gravitas, you know, and kind of slower, more emotional beats. And that to me is is what's the most sort of fascinating thing about this movie. Um, That one shot of someone in the suit at the end was all you really needed to show. There's also a poster that's been going around. I don't know if you've seen it. It's the Black Panther suit with like in a black background and the suit's empty there's no one in the, the suit poster? and it's really yeah. yeah it's really powerful you see that empty suit you know it really it kind of breaks the fourth wall do you know what i mean in terms of the character and also the actor it's yeah it's exciting the emotional beats that angela bassett was doing as well like she yeah was oh good like just from that yeah. snippet of that speech i was like oh my god that's gonna be and again i don't know about you guys but see when she was doing that speech i really felt like that was her speaking as an actor, or as a, and you know, in real life about Chadwick and yeah. about Jala, like it again, kind of broke the fourth wall, and yeah, it's it's going to be heavy. Yeah, heavy. which I think it would be weird to have something silly Marvel with this, mm-hmm. um, with Chadwick Boseman not being anymore, and it is a bit of a weird one. Like, do they recast the Chala because he's a really important character? I think the main thing. Uh, I mean, of course, they'll still be like Marvel fun and jokes and whatever, but. What you can just tell from this teaser trailer is just raw grief. Because it's like, if you, like, even just watching the trailer, like, I went back to the tweet that Chadwick Boseman's team put out that announces Bastion Boy. I still remember, like, it was like 10 o'clock here. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, what? What? And then I'm like, is anyone tweeting about this? And then all of a sudden, the floodgates just like open up and it's just like all this and all the tributes so imagine like filming that without him was such a big part like i can't imagine what the cast 
was Ben through and you're like, uh, just the Andrew Bassett, like, who's such an amazing actress. And just like, that's like a raw grief. I'm mostly talking about. Mm-hmm. And while on top of that, uh, just get the, because I know it was a cover via No Woman, No Cry, by, uh, yeah. covered by Temps. Like, just that, like, oh, what a gut punch. And then just that remix of All Right by Kendrick Lamar was emotional. Like, I'm getting goosebumps right now while being a badass. Like, we don't know a lot about this movie, but it looks like uh, Wakanda and Atlantis going at it. Like, they even teased it in uh, Endgame. If you remember when they're all, like, in that press conference or just meeting, and they're like, oh, mm. uh, earthquake in the ocean. Yeah. But Namor looks fantastic. There's one shot, like, there's a lot of shots that definitely stand out to me. But him just looking up, I don't know. Like, it was just like, you don't need any words for that. Like, he looks like, ooh, this guy's going to be a badass. And just, like, that shot of, like, Chadwick. But I, I know it's a mural of T'Challa, but it feels like a mural of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. That scenes. And I feel like, well, I don't want to say, like, the big thing, but, like, the ending shot, like, they didn't have an end sting, which that's how you know, like, ooh, they're, they're serious about this. Mm-hmm. They always have an end stain. And we'll talk about a couple mm. in this uh, podcast. But uh, the end shot, you just see what seems to be Black Panther costume extending the claws. I don't know how to feel about this. I was trying to process this in a, another Discord. I hope this isn't like a marketing thing. Like, who's the next Black Panther? Because it's mm. like, like, it kind of feels a little cheap. That's like my gut instinct. I mean, you could definitely talk about the legacy, but it's like, and of course, fans will do it. I'll ask, like, who who do you think is going to be the next Black Panther? As long as the marketing team from Disney doesn't do that. Yeah. Because it's a a tricky thing with this marketing of, like, paying respects, Mm. but without exploiting his death Mm -hmm. and legacy. So you're going to say anything, Dan? I'm just going to say, with that said, Tootie Hanks in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, I, I know we're yeah. established in moral standpoint we're sticking, but uh, who is in the suit? <laughs> but the thing is, I was like, moral standpoint, I'm like, we will do that, but we're not marketing. <laughs> yeah. People no, don't totally. pay us. I mean, technically. I think the whole film is going to be a sort of, they're all, you know, they're doing their own thing. You're seeing the heroes individually, and then at the end, I think someone's going to take the mantle. I think that's how they're going to... Sort of climax it so that then in Black Panther three we know who it's going to you know be based around. Um, in terms of who's in the actual suit, I don't know about this. I think I think it was Shuri. I think um, Letitia Wright was ripe for it. You know she's the right age. She's likable. You know the character's established. I think it was hers for the taking until the scandal happened, oh, and yeah. then I think I think there was a, a massive re- rewrite, and it was all kind of changed. I've got a wee feeling it might be um, Okoye, um, Danai Guerre's character oh. for the Dora Mwaji. I'd say she's the next, like, would... the next like, fan favourite for it, except for Mbaku. 
Yeah, I would happily take Mbaku or some people have said about Michael B. Jordan's character or Killmonger coming back and taking over. Yeah, I don't know how that would, would work. But, yeah. um, and, and even Lupita Nyong'o's character, I wouldn't be mad at any of those, but for me, I would like to see Durant Guerrero's character. I think she would she would nail it. Um, but yeah, as I said, any, anyone you know that they choose to go with, I'm sure they'll make it work. But it's just it's just handling in this movie. I think I don't know. I wonder if we're going to kind of see because they are taking on a lot. Because you've got that kind of kind of like the Batman battle for the cow when Batman died in the comics. You know, you've got that kind of like who's going to take the mantle or Captain America? I guess just did it recently in the show. But then you've also introduced Namor. It's quite a lot of elements to to juggle. I mean, I'm sure that Ryan Coogler is a very capable director, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they manage it all. Exactly, and the whole like it, it's even trending right now. Before we go on the podcast, at the recast T'Challa, and there is a post like his his estate, and he said he'd rather have uh, Chadwick rather have the character recast because Black Panther is more than one person. I, like it's all very complicated. There's no easy answer because I do want to believe like kevin feige is being respectful mm-hmm. of like you know what we're not gonna recast him like it's a weird reference but do you remember uh glee when cory montiff uh passed away all of a sudden and they did that tribute episode and they're like even though people were saying like you guys didn't reveal how he died and the creators are like well that's not really the point yeah. it's about right. his legacy but man if Lupita Wright was just a far better person, it would be so natural and so it would make sense for Shuri to be the next Black Panther. Totally, but, but she's cho- she has a Twitter. Yeah, if she's chosen that how to die on, then that's you know that's up to you. I guess if you if you choose that over your career, then that's I don't understand it. But if that's the hell you want to die on, then. Do a J.K. Rowling. Who cares? Like, <laughs> it really is like a J.K. Rowling. It's like, no! Oh. But you know what? This was like, ah, this is a joke. And I'm like, you know what? This is not a joke anymore. If Angela Bassett is the next Black Panther, <laughs> I will buy all the uh, hot toys. I will buy everything in sight. Those poster. I love Angela Bassett. Make her the next Black Panther. Hashtag it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. She's so good. She's so good. And I'm so happy she's getting, like, okay, we don't know what kind of role, but she definitely had, a, like, a smaller role in Black mm-hmm. Panther. Yeah. But and I would love to see... Interesting that no Daniel Kaluuya as well, because nope, I think, clashed right. Owen-wise. So I think, yeah, it would have been interesting to see what they were going to do with his character in this film, but I will. Who knows? Um... Oh, by the way, go see Nope. Nope is awesome. I'm so raging. (laughs) What? Trying to avoid spoilers, but the word Nope is really hard. It's like the 4th of August. Yeah. Some bill crap. Why would you do that? Yeah, it sucks. But if I had to choose, like, Goya would have been, would be fantastic as a replacement or Mimbaku of someone who wanted to be the power, uh, wanted to have the power, but by the end, working with T'Challa, and now it would be reversal, he wouldn't want to take 
his mantle out of respect, but he's convinced otherwise. Mm. I don't know. Even though, like, hey, I don't trust Disney, I trust Ryan Cooper mm-hmm. a lot more. And it was an interesting note that they ended on this one. And since we're a video game podcast, I don't think I'll make this comparison. Most of these panels are like uh, with Marvel. It's like a Nintendo Direct. And they're like, here's all the announcements. And it's like, we're going to go. Oh, one last thing. And then they'll be like, oh, my gosh, it's this and this. And everyone's freaking out. But then there's a couple of directs. It's like, okay, this is the big game that's coming up. The last thing we'll spend about 15 minutes on it. And that's what Marvel decided to do. If you didn't see, they had this big performance at uh, Hall Age, all the cast. It was a lot to process, a fantastic tribute by Ryan Coogler. So great move by Marvel. Because I'm like, oh, they're probably going to announce like mutants or something big. like, Or probably like the two Avengers movies coming out. That would have been like the boom, end announcement. But it's Wakanda Forever. I feel like that's a good choice. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, most of the stuff we can't really talk about in lane because we didn't really see it. A lot mm. of exclusive footage, which that's why you want to go to Hall H, except for the screechy fans and the tall people and the, you know the whole monkeypox and <laughs> COVID BA five. Uh, I'll come on lane eventually. Yeah, I actually felt they had released the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, so I went searching for it, and it's like a six-second clip. Um, oh, really? But I will say, this six-second clip, and it's so interesting because I think it was 2019 or 2018, the day before Marvel's, uh, I don't know if they even showed up to Comic-Con that year, they fired James Gunn. Comic-Con weekend, on a Friday, they fired James Gunn. Or, and that's a whole other issue. And everyone was like, why would you do that? And it got so bad, the whole cast put out a letter saying, no, we want James Gunn or we're not doing this. To paraphrase, I don't know. They said, like, we won't do this. But our contract said we sign up for another movie. So, eh, oh, well. <laughs> but, so it's definitely surreal. Like, oh, James Gunn is talking about Marvel and not the Suicide Squad or Peacemaker. Which, by the way... Watch those. They're amazing. Uh, a little six-second clip. Um, that's, like, this panel got me so emotional. Wakanda forever. And they said we're going to explore Rocket Raccoon's origins. I still remember his, like, big uh, speech in the first movie of, like, basically, like, you think I wanted to be like this? They, you know, experiments mm-hmm. on me, and you see all, all the scars, and you just see this hand like reaching in, and this cute little baby raccoon who's so scared. Like, he's so scared that Disney, I, I was about to say, like, Disney won't market it and put out baby uh, Rocket Raccoon. Oh. I realized it's Disney. It's, oh, it's, they're not making that marketing <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he might be in the IM group shorts. Ab, uh, that that made me cry a bit. Really? Yeah, that's a that's little baby, problem. like ah, and it's like, mm. yeah, it's one yeah, of the that's bo- exactly. 
Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly how it happened. Like, <laughs> if, you, like if you haven't seen the clip, that's it right there. You don't need to. Do, do you remember that is. PT trailer? Um, the cancelled Silent House game PT, and there was a trailer where the big hand was chasing you down the corridor. No, it was, I think it that's was a trailer where the. The bowling ball rolls out of the room and then the lights flash on off and it's a head with maggots coming out the mouth. And then he turns around there's a big hand coming down the corridor towards him. Um, just, yes, I gave same vibes. Same vibes, yeah. yeah same vibes. <laughs> I totally did, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Apparently, um, Adam you, Warlock was... You the slack. <laughs> Thank you. Adam Warlock <laughs> was like totally shown in the trailer, though. But, oh, really? Yeah, well, well, that yeah. would have been really cool when it eventually releases to see to see that, yeah. And the quote from James Gunn is like, this footage will not be coming very soon. So I'm like, thanks. Okay. And surprising, that six second uh, clip, I'm like, usually it's like someone, like a random person, but it was like a verified check, like reporter in San Diego. And I'm like, ooh, my dude, the rules stay. And I'm just a stickler. But yeah, that's a little bit about Guardians. Uh, I think we'll just bounce off of like the footage that we didn't see. And just quickly talk about it. Uh, let's just go order and release. Uh, Quantumanium. So... We've got a poster with Kang on it, right? Yeah. And there was a trailer showing at, at the, in the hall as well. Oh, was there? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the description is like short one uh scott lane is now a celebrity he put out uh a book and i think the book title is uh watch out for the little guy <laughs> and it's him like posing stoically like hmm he's isolating his family eagle's gone in his head but all of a sudden his family and that includes uh hank and janet and cassie boom they're in the quantum realm they have to escape we saw Bill murray yeah, I actually heard. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what role, but he's in it. Um, Kane, he's in his classic, like, outfit, but he's not blue. And there's one th- uh, one shot that I just have to pour one out for the VSX artist. It's not their fault. It's more of a get them a union. Modoc. I don't know what Modoc is. It is this big, giant head that's floating, and it has like armor, like just M O D O K. Look that up, and put one out for the DS artist. It was a cancelled uh, Hulu show as well, right? Oh no, did it get cancelled? No. Actually, really, yeah, it got cancelled. It was great. Yeah. So that seems awesome, and I'm really excited of like the whole building up Kane as the main villain getting plenty of time between now and 2025. <laughs> so, yep. Very cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Secret Invasion, that is um, everyone who saw it at Hall H was saying it's like a thriller. If you don't know Secret Invasion, basically Marvel recon uh, a lot of stuff like, hey, this person that you knew, they're actually a scroll, the shape-shifting alien. Uh, this person who died, no, that was just a scroll version. Like, yeah, that was, they're still alive. <laughs> so it's Nick Fury, um, Kobe Smulders? Maria Hill's, what? Is Kobe Smulders coming back? Did I make that up? Yeah, yeah Maria so. Hill. Yeah. Is her, um, 
And also, which let me thinking, Don Cheeto is back. Emmy nominee Don Cheeto. There's one scene in <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oi. And I'm like, wait, wait a second. Was Armor Wars not confirmed to be That's in what the I'm building? gonna say. Yeah. It, it was like so I I'm pretty sure it was the 2020, like not Disney Day, but like whatever the shareholders day. Um, they're like, Armor Wars is coming. And I think they're like, Yeah, and Ironheart's gonna be in it. And then they're like, Ironheart's getting her own show. That's like, woo. And then Hall Age, they're like, And we have no uh Armor Wars, but we got Kang. Weird. I mean, so there's always hope for like D23. Because I feel like it won't be like another Hall Age. We're gonna talk a lot about like Daredevil and like yeah. Armor yeah. Wars be like exactly so that's just that and what else no 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 i'm just going through no 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 and yeah that's all the footage i was going to talk about she hulk then we did get that trailer yeah we got the trailer and i say it looks a lot better than the first one and i like the first one because hey big strong green woman i'm all in we also get the confirmation that she is going to break the fourth wall, which yes. we didn't know whether that was going to happen. So I was really happy they that. did that. Yeah, that, that's really yeah. I don't think they did in the first one, but during Disney Plus Day, when they showed like that 20-second clip, hmm. she did. So right. a couple people are like, oh, yeah. I'm like, wait, didn't we confirm? Ah, oh, well. We were but... paying as close attention as you, Mark. <laughs> Although I didn't, I didn't watch the first trailer, um, but I'd seen it rabbits to hell on twitter so i feel like i had so i didn't realize <laughs> what the cgi had been like so coming into this um this trailer fresh from not seeing any other ones i was like oh that is a wee bit weird um, i don't know i i think I, I didn't hate the cgi in the first trailer to be honest i thought it was a I, I'm I, I'm not saying that there's not bad cgi in the mcu currently but she hulk wasn't a massive problem for me but seeing um bruce banner's Professor Hulk side by side yes. with She Hulk. I didn't think I didn't think one looked inherently better than the other. That's like, exactly I think more... I looked at Hulk and I, and I looked at She Hulk and I'm like, she just seems really weird and smooth compared to him. Maybe it's because right. it's got double. I don't know. And guess what? Guess who popped in at the end? The Hulk. Wait, no. Uh, sorry, <laughs> wrong notes. Daredevil. <laughs> and and the classic suit and the yellow and red suit. Yes, and of course, Which is I incredible. super slow-mo screen grabs and just like, <laughs> yeah, he has the yellow mask. He has uh, everything except for like his torso, like his chest is yellow. Mm. Yeah. The cost has changed. I don't care. I don't care. How do you guys, how do you guys think they're going to handle the whole Netflix thing? Do you think they'll just say, right, all that stuff happened and we're moving on? Or do you think they'll just not acknowledge any of it like karen and foggy will they be around like as all that they are canon or... can we move on to what we're most excited about so i can talk about daredevil yeah yeah hell yeah all right daredevil he is my favorite marvel character just rich history a lot of great writers did it uh i even love not love i love ben affleck's performance the movie was just okay director's cut a little better 
But Charter Cox's Daredevil is like the definitive performance. It's a D'Onofrio. What I think with Born Again, it's a little interesting. So, spoilers for season three. Uh, they adapted elements of Daredevil Born Again. And mm-hmm. in the comics, Kingpin discovers through Karen Page, who is drugged up and just wants more uh, money for drugs. She reveals that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. So Kingpin basically breaks Matt Murdock. Until, boom, he is born again into a better hero. Great issue, legendary Frank Miller. Uh, so they adapt in elements of that. I don't know if they're going to do it again, because it is called Daredevil Born Again. Maybe it's just a play on words, like, hey, he's born again in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I think they can just do, like, a soft reboot, as in, like, have the characters from the original show, like, if you want to talk about, like, recurring, I think only Karen and Foggy. Anyone else, I mean, yeah, you can do, like, Karen's editor, who I forget the name, and, like, smaller characters. But, just to say, like, these things happen, and I know you have the issue of, like, Daredevil, uh, no, not Daredevil, uh, Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah, again, yeah. they could just retcon it, and maybe they want to have Electric back. Mm-hmm. Yet again, she's dead. Yet again, if Matt Murdock survived the end of Defenders, who knows? Electra dies all the time because back. I was about eight <laughs> times in the comics. Don't worry about that. She was, I'm pretty sure she was also a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. 18 episodes, and yes, she was a, oh, yeah. a scroll. Um, 18 episodes. Like, like She Hulk is a lot. We're getting 10 episodes, and they're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. a half an hour comedy, is what the creator said. So imagine 18 episodes of like 40 to 50 minute content. If it's going to be somewhere to like, Oh my gosh. So let's just say spring of 2024. That is April, middle of April. That'll take us all the way to August. Unless they do like two episodes a week in the beginning, but who knows? Mm. Yeah. That's just my Uh, favorite announcement. This is my favorite announcement. Um, to to hear Charlie Cox officially, like we knew he was coming back, but to get like a date, the eighteen episode thing, you know, the fact that Disney Plus is kind of known for shorter seasons, like six episodes, like eighteen is a lot. Um, hopefully, it's not filler. Hopefully, it's all good stuff. And the fact that they're adapting Born Again, um, as you said, Mark, I have kind of took adaptions for that before, but that was that and Man Without Fear as the definitive run in the comics. So the fact that they're titling it that. Um, and then the the fact that we got a wee glimpse of him and She-Hulk in the classic costume, I'm like, let's go, man, let's do this. I'm excited. Who knows? We could also have a Spider-Man movie <laughs> in the, these phases. I just thought of that. Yeah. Uh, ow, crazy stuff. Uh, and yeah, I agree. And if you see like the bootleg video of like the panel when Kevin Feige is announcing like Phase five, he saved that one for last. Because even though Captain America, the New World Order is uh, ahead, he knew mm-hmm. like fans are going to freak out. And he really emphasized like 18, 18 episodes. So I'm excited. And also, uh, the two Avengers movies, 
what the roster will be. And also, uh, one last thing uh, I'd like to say about the Marvel Hall H. Uh, Juan. Juan will be in She-Hulk. That's right, yes. I forgot to talk about that. I, was like, I love the way he's just appearing and stuff. Now. I was like, he just makes everything better. <laughs> and my daily dose of like serotonin is the moment I didn't even like, find funny or didn't really pay attention to in the That's Strange 2. But he's like, Sorceress, fortify your mind! <laughs> yeah. I love that. The, uh, the rumor, I, the rumor I read was that um, this was going to be a prequel. She Hulk was going to be a prequel to Shang Chi because in Shang Chi we've seen Wong and Abomination together fighting, and then we've seen at the end Mark Ruffalo with his cast on with his broken arm. Well, obviously that's for the snap, but he was in his human form, whereas and this is Professor Hulk. So I, I'm wondering how it's all going to line up with, with, with what we've seen in Shang Chi. I think that'll be interesting. Oh, interesting. We also have Marvel animated stuff because we haven't had enough Marvel lately. <laughs> yeah. Oof. It's, it's a lot. But let me get the official list of what's coming. Of course, the I Am Groot, the shorts are coming. Um, Quickly, I thought it looked pretty cute. It just looks like baby Groot fun. Spider-Man freshman year is coming in 2024. A lot of stuff coming out of that. A new season of What If. I mean, it was already announced, but another new season. And we'll get additional stories like Scarlet Witch, uh, a Hella story. Uh, Tony, there's two Captain Carters. Like, the What If wasn't the one shown in Doctor Strange. Is what they said. And it'll be a... Captain Carter and a Winter Soldier story, they said. A Tony story. And something else. Uh, Marvel Zombies. We got the look at the lineup in a little more detail. And then finally, X-Men 97 will drop in fall 2023. Uh, I'm going to say like what I'm most excited for. Spider-Man freshman year. Looks amazing. Really? A, this, exactly, the Steve Ditko art style. And it's like, oh, so they're going to show, like, freshman year, like, before, like, like during the time where Peter got bitten to the time where, you know, Tony and Civil War. And then they're like, nah, we're not going to do that. This is basically, like, an Elseworlds what-if situation. At least to us. I know someone I know that went to the panel was like, oh no, this is main continuity. I'm like, shut up. Enjoy your free IMAX ticket, nerd. <laughs> and instead of Tony mentoring Peter Parker, it's Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. And he's got the waves. He's got the waves. Yeah. And his hair. We got the waves. We got Artemis Joe. We got all of these villains. And most importantly, oh, okay, yeah, we get also got that strange who looks amazing. We're we get Daredevil, voiced by Charlie Cox, and I love the like they did the black suit, but they adapted it like in the it looks like a homemade Daredevil costume, not like the black uh, mask. Like I I don't know. I'm hyped. What's your guys' thoughts? I was quite glad to hear that it was kind of 
multiverse what if stuff because that means I don't need to watch it. <laughs> like I don't for the anime <laughs> stuff. See if I don't need to watch Riddle. it. I'm not... So if it's not being contributed, I'm like good. That's that's good. Just do Marvel Zombies live action. You cowards. Give us get get Nicotero. Get Greg Nicotero and do live action Marvel Zombies. Then I'm in. Like animated, I don't, I don't care. I just I don't care. And the thing I'm like now realizing is. I feel like this is like Marvel Studios like own version of Peter Parker like if let's say the deal was like Sony's like here's Spider-Man give us a lot of money and that's the deal. So, you know that's how business works, right? Right? <laughs> uh, but instead it's like what if like Sony did not have any like slash control influence it was just an MCU Spider-Man that's it. I feel like this would be their version. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, also their version, also one in uh, Tony Stark, which, you know, cha-ching! <laughs> Money. But I'm excited for that. I actually don't have a lot of thoughts on the X-Men because I didn't watch the original 90s show. Amazing <laughs> theme song. So good. Great opening. But I will definitely watch it beforehand. It's, of course, outside of the MC Kanyuni, but we uh, it will continue the original 90s show. So that's cool. And then Zombies, I like the lineup. I love we're getting Kate Bishop in uh, anything. Give me Kate Bishop. Uh, D23 prediction, Young Avengers uh, Disney Plus show. And what if... Cool, groovy, but eh, that's it for me from the animation. But that is all the Marvel stuff we talked about. And guess what? DC, you got a little spotlight. A little something, something. A little something, something. Um, they showed off Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, and Black Adam. And let me just say, uh, hey, Deadline, do you hate Warner Brothers or something? Because why would you put out an article? I mean, I get it, clicks. But, like, hey, possibly Henry Cavill is going to make an appearance as Superman and hype up Superman. And, you know, me being a big Superman fan, I'm like, like, Hawkeye, don't give me hope. Is that he started the rumor then? Deadline? Deadline? It wasn't, like, cosmic book news or something like that. Like, this is Deadline. And then Collider uh, said, like, listen, Henry Cavill's uh, filming The Witcher, probably not going to show up. And I'm like, okay, maybe a video thing. And this is kind of like when people are disappointed, like, with a state of play from PlayStation. Like, I think it was the one in June. Yeah, it was before the Summer Game Fest. People were like, why is there, there no God of War? And I'm like, they didn't say first party. They just said third party and some other stuff. They gave us Black Adam. They gave us Shazam. That's it. Although, now I'm thinking about it, I want to see Batgirl. Yeah. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Someone was saying, like, why not uh, Ezra Miller? It's the Flash. And I was like, <laughs> and um, like someone that I know, like, why didn't we see the Flash? And I'm like, two words, Ezra Miller. I wouldn't want to talk about Ezra Miller. So we're moving on. Nope. But 
I love what we got. Pretty strong. They, yeah. they'll, they'll also be keeping stuff for their dumb fandom event that they do every year, right? They'll do that. In I actually don't think they're doing a fandom this year. Are they not? No, which was again strange. So. I mean, well, last year's was garbage. Actually <laughs> I mean, their first fandom was so good, and then the second one was so disappointing. It's a waste like, of they're like, But they gave us the Batman trailer. That was the only good thing. Well, right. okay, actually, a couple of things they gave us Peacemaker, but like, but it lasted like three and a half hours. Oh, it was, let's not go into it. Bad memories. <laughs> uh, maybe they might actually do that in October, so we'll see. Anyway, uh, I think Shazam 2, one of my favorite trailers that came out of this whole weekend, looks a lot of fun. David Spanberg killing it, Helen Mirren. Although there was a fa- there was a Fast and Furious reference in the trailer, and she is also in the Fast and Furious movies. She's Jason Statham's right. mom, so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really make sense. But okay, whatever. The DC multiverse <laughs> where Fast and Furious yeah. is part of it. Where Helen and everything, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was and a very. When I heard that. I was like. Eh. I wasn't a fan of this trailer actually, and I, I liked the first Shazam. Um, this one just read the, the humor was just very easy. Like the the, the starts with him talking to the therapist, and I don't know, and then falling out the sky. I was just I was gonna roll my eyes. Like, oh, here we go. But I'll see it. I'll see it. But out the two, Black Adam looks better in my opinion. Fair enough, and I feel like the people who are at all age. Really buzzing about Black Adam because if you saw the video, Wayne Johnson just came in character, and you know they got free IMAX tickets, bastards. But (laughs) and it's like we got another trailer, and it's like nope, that was just an extended TV spot. It looked cool. Yeah, Black Adam kind of to me has a has a death look problem right now. I was like, okay, stop showing up to us. Come on. Mm -hmm. Ready for it? Still look cool. Uh, we were also talking about how, like, The Rock is charismatic and everybody likes him, but in terms of sort of big hit films, it's been a while. Like, he's sort of fell away from Fast and Furious, and he's just kind of making these kind of mediocre, like, action comedies, like Red Notice and stuff. And it's like, I feel like he needs another kind of leading man. Like, he's not the greatest actor in the world. Nobody expects him to be, but he's a great movie star. You know, and I think he needs to kind of remind people of that. And I hopefully this is his chance to do that. Be like, I'm the leading man. He also produced the movie. You know, he's really been kind of involved and he's he's fronting this new project and kind of reminding us why maybe not the best actor in the world, but a great movie star. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, I hope yeah. that's what that is for him and for, you know, movie fans. Daniel, I, maybe I should mention this off the podcast, but I am friends with Dwayne Johnson, so can you just <laughs> stop with the slander, please? <laughs> okay, I guess. I'll take it. Thank you. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want the big man chat my door, so fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, I heard you be talking shit. <laughs> you know what? Because I was thinking about this, I totally forgot. Uh, remember Summer Game Fest? Yeah. With The I Rock? I forget. I, I just remember that. I'm like, oh my god, that was it was so weird. Yeah, first promo that, the rocks ever cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Can you believe the <laughs> cut this promo? I can't. <laughs> but DC, uh, they're there. They're good. I, I think it's not Warner Brothers' fault. And I don't really want to blame Deadline. I wish the Henry Cavill story didn't happen. Because why get disappointed? Like, yeah, I was disappointed, but I'm not going to be like, this panel sucked. Like, oh, I didn't get the stuff I wanted. Let's be happy with the stuff I got. What's the street? So apparently Henry Cavill has went to DC, well, went to Warner Brothers a couple of times with different directors. Like, he's spoke to the director and then brought them in and been like, right, this guy wants to make a Superman movie. He has an idea. I'm up for it. Can we do this? And it's them every time that we've shut him down. So he wants to do it. I'm sure there's directors out there that have stories to tell that would be interesting. Warner Bros. just for some reason aren't, aren't taking them up on it. And if it was me, I'd be getting sick of it. I'd be like, do you know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a Marvel film or something. Just to, yeah, oh, that would be. <laughs> and even like the new, I, I think it's Warner Media, like was like, hey, we're not using DC enough. Like we haven't even used Superman. We need more Superman. I'm like, I like this guy. Or it's one of the most recognizable characters in the world, and the yeah. fact that there's not more of them at the minute, it's it's insane. Like the three big three are Batman, Spider Man, and Superman and Mice. And it's just why would you leave one of your most bankable characters o- off the table? I just don't get it. To be fair, Superman does really that. well on TV. Like I think my favorite projects anyway have been Superman TV shows. Um like it Superman and Lois look uh, looks amazing. And I have a feeling, because that's a whole other discussion of, like, what the hell's going on with the CW. Because they have not made a profit. <laughs> that's not a joke. They actually have not made a profit. So everything just got cancelled. They're still on season three, but I wouldn't be shocked if that and Stargirl move on to uh, HBO Max. But, listen, do I want a Superman movie? Of course, I do. I'd rather have a good Superman game. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be. This is Marky's choice. Very good. I'm, I'm shooting the, I'm shooting the movie. Not shooting the. You, you, you watch Sophie's Choice. It's a great <laughs> Meryl Streep movie, even though Daniel hates Meryl Streep, and I just remember that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so and then there's a bunch of other panels that happen. Uh so many to the list. There was the Dungeons and Dragons one. There's the Teen Wolf one. There was the Lord of the Rings one. What it just any announcements that you guys want to talk about or panels, whatever, lay it on me. I, I am not a fantasy guy. Dungeons and Dragons looks like one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. What was that trailer? Like I just saw it. Like, maybe I just don't get it. But I was like, what? You don't is get it. Garbage. <laughs> the CGI was garbage man and the dialogue and the, it was so cheesy i was like what is that shit um i mean i kind of felt that way about lord of the rings but lord of the rings felt like it was a bit more money behind it I, i'm just not a fantasy guy i'm not a fan of like the lord of the rings movies i, I appreciate they're well-made films but it's just not for me um but yeah i don't know it just, I just i don't i just don't care i mean it looks cool like it felt like a D campaign like playing with friends I, I kind of wish this was a TV show rather than a movie, but mm. hopefully with this, if this movie is a success, it'll lead to other paths. Um, critical Role, the famous uh, D&D online group, they're making appearances in the movie, so that's cool. Uh, 
and an, I only got into it last year, but a lot of hardcore D&D people are like, listen, I've been burned by a D&D movie before, Jeremy Irons. Don't watch that movie. It's terrible. But they're like, it looks really freaking cool. So the people who are, are fans of it are hyped. Good. I'm glad. And I, um, it's like, I love like, and it was like, I don't like fantasy things. It's like, well, we got Game of Thrones spinoff, House <laughs> of Dragons. We got Lord of the Rings. It's like Daniel's Weekend has no fantasy. <laughs> uh, uh, does anyone care about Game of Thrones, though, after that finale? Like, I don't think that's get much. I'm sure people will see the, it. But... It wasn't even the finale. I'm just, I'm just so sick of people. Um... I worked at a place who really hated the Game of Thrones, and they just teared apart every little thing. And I'm like, guys, shut up! Probably shut what? up about the water bottle. Probably shut up about this. <laughs> shut the up Starbucks about the Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, shut up. You guys suck. <laughs> I guess. And then HR is like, was that really necessary? I'm like, <laughs> it, it will be long term. <laughs> yeah. You'll see. So I'm like, it looks cool. I like Matt Smith. It's it's Mobin time. You better say that. <laughs> that was another highlight of Comic Con. I still haven't seen the video, but just some like, fans screaming that to him. Thanks, thank you, Internet. <laughs> uh, it, it looks cool, but I'm not like it comes out in a month, and I'm like, yeah, but She Hulk. I mean, big green woman. That will step on me versus dragons. Eh. Eh. Like, I think if Game of Thrones had ended well and people sort of remembered it fondly, I think there would be more hype going into this. But as people, I think a lot of people's expectations are on the floor at the minute. So that might actually work to this show's benefit. You know, maybe if. if it's writers in- and creators? Or did they get new people? I think they got new people. Yeah, I think, you know, guys in a way. Yeah. I know George R. R. Martin is like slightly involved because that's just him. Because <laughs> anything uh, but writing a book, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll just do anything not to write a book. He'll, he'll make a video <laughs> game, like just just not to write a book. Like, oh God, please don't yeah. do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it is not by the original guys. Um, uh, he hasn't done a lot. Uh, what if I told you he wrote Hercules, the Dwayne Rock? Yeah. Okay, what right. if I told you if he wrote uh, Rampage, the Dwayne Johnson Big Ape movie? And he co-created Colony, and, and that's his credits. Okay. I, I don't know. Doesn't make me super hype to watch it. And last thing for me for if uh, Comic-Con, which is also the first thing, Sarah Michelle Geller is coming back, bitches. <laughs> Woo! I loved I love Sarah Michelle Geller. Buffy's my favorite TV show, my favorite character. And she's gonna executive producer. Geller. Oh. Come on. <laughs> uh this has been the San Diego Comic-Con Podcast. 
And I feel like I just got done with Hall H because I'm exhausted. <laughs> I did not realize there was so much Marvel stuff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but hey, we'll be feasting. Check out the King Gamer podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're just there. And also Spotify for both. Rate us five stars. It boosts us up in the charts. And we get lovely people like yourself listening to this fun little project. And you can check out kingofthegamer.com. We have a ton of reviews, news, opinion pieces, listicles, the works, lots of great stuff. And that's going to do it. I'm your host, Marco Callahan, and we hope you have a nice day.